Hello and welcome to another episode of Worst Collection Ever. This is the show where we tell you about the worst comic book collection in existence. And it just happens to belong to us. I'm Jen. I'm Sean. We. We're here. Oh man, we're here. And it's still quarantine or whatever the fuck it's supposed to be. America's just bored of coronavirus or are like, you know what? Let's just die. Hey, yeah. It, quarantine, more like quarantine. Whoa! <laughs> yeah, you know what? They should fucking elect me. Jokes. Elect me, and uh, I can, I can, I'll run, I'll run on the the Kanye ticket or whatever the fuck. He ain't really doing that, is he? Oh, Kanye just needs attention. He's I, bored. They know he's bored. He hasn't. Apparently, he has not actually filed paperwork. Yeah, because you actually, because you probably doesn't, because this guy like him. Just he's so eccentric. He probably just like if I say I want to be president, I yeah. can just be president. I can yeah. run for being president. Yeah, which you could technically you could vote Kanye in. I, I could vote myself in. You could vote yourself in. You know, but Gen twenty twenty. Okay, there you go. There we go. But I, I, feel I like promise not to do what, whatever's going on right now. Whatever, whatever is going on. <laughs> whatever now. is happening now, I will do the opposite. Gen twenty twenty. <laughs> Actually, that'd be a great plan. <laughs> You know how we have this coronavirus and, like, people keep getting sick? No more coronavirus. You know what? I'm going to do everything different. Yeah. And then people won't get sick. Yeah. Because that's how this works. Yeah. America. Jen. America. That, for some reason, that disturbed me because I'm what? 4th of July. I just saw it because I came out, like, on 4th of July and I was just like, I was like, is this just a thing where he's doing this to, like, a like Ross Perot the election? He's just doing this because he needs attention. Well, right. But, I mean. He was, like, a mega moron for a while. Apparently, he is not. Well, yeah, he's now he's sworn off Trump, but for a long time he was a Trump fan. And just now he's decided to turn uh, to swear off Trump again because Kanye West needs attention. A couple of years ago, like right around the time with the little Bill Cosby stuff, he just tweets like Bill Cosby innocent. And everybody's like, mm, what? Yeah. I, maybe I think it's just a generational thing for me mm. that I don't have an, a, an, a, like an immense appreciation for Kanye West's music. He has some good tunes. I mean, he's got some sure. good tunes. I, I I'm not going to say he doesn't. Like 2008 was like the time, only time I really was like hip to his stuff, which is like around like, uh, God, what was it? Graduation? Uh, no, I think that was 808 on the whatever. 808. No, no, no. It was, it was the one with the, the, the bear on the cover, not the not the first, oh. but like the cartoon. Oh, I don't know. I think that's graduation. Sure, you know, and stronger. I just remember when it, when eight oh eight on Heart, Heartbreak or whatever the fuck that was came out. Right, that was really good. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't have a huge affinity towards Kanye. West but, a lot, but a lot of people just like freak the fuck out about his music. Sure, and it's just that I just it doesn't has never connected to me. Hey, he's got some good jams. Yeah, you know, he's he's very talented, very talented. You yeah. know what I mean? So I, I just. Just I don't know, it, again showing my age, yeah. You know, like the only I'm too old. I, I can't. What is like my favorite rap? I like NERD. Okay, I'm liking that. Outcast. I like Outcast. Yeah. I mean, there's a few others. There's a ra- there's a rapper, Canadian rapper called Chaos mm-hmm. that I think is he's quite good. Yeah. And I have a few of I had a few of his albums. I've always listened to rap because all my friends listen to rap. Sure. But I've never like been like I gotta go full rap. I'm I've always been like. Shitty new metal guy. My flavor of music was stay, like ended in 2004 and just stayed that way. Yeah, I think that's what happens to all people. But it feels weird because I want to like, there's a part of my potential that isn't being unlocked because I'm not as embracing to the new the music that's out there now. Mm-hmm. You know, like I don't know who a lot of these artists are. Like I was going through, like, I mean, well, it's just pop culture in general. Like a lot of things move past you so quickly. Right. A lot of these like younger thing, things like that were like, 10, 15 years ago mm-hmm. that younger kids were into have now like grown up. And now those things, you know, are still like, there's those people are like, man, I remember high school musical, man. I remember, I remember I was a kid and I used to like that. Yeah. When I was, when I was like in just going into junior high or something. And it's like, you know, but now it's, you know, that's like nostalgia to those people. And it's right. never going to be nostalgia to me. No, because yeah, we're old. You know, but here I am. Old. You know, old, old. And reading, you know, like this wrestling magazine I bought, this is 91. So this is, but technically it's more like 1990-ish. Mm-hmm. You know, we're talking 30 years. Meh. <laughs> but that's, that's it. It's just, it's very, it's just very strange. And like, I can remember today I was going through and just kind of, Getting reacquainted with uh, some of the top podcasts out there, just kind of looking. Uh, you were sending me all sorts of drag podcasts. Well, because that's the thing is, I go through and I was just like, oh, I didn't just. I wonder if Jen knows about this. I, I just assumed that anytime I see like 
drag race or some sort because I know you, you say a bunch of like drag queen names uh-huh, uh-huh. and like I'll be like, or I'll see a bunch of drag queens or I'll like whatever and I'll be like oh that might be somebody Jen knows yeah. it's kind of like wrestling with me yeah, like, yeah you're yeah. like hey do you know this wrestler oh yeah. well, he's dead <laughs> you know? it's like but now it's like for me it's, it's a lot better for you because I get to say hey oh you know this drag queen they have a podcast yeah <laughs> that's good that, that's much, much better. better situation yeah usually a much better situation you don't always want to hear a drag queen on a podcast. Well, the thing with wrestlers. A, it depends on the queen. Yeah. And it is a lot like wrestlers. Because I'm sure there's wrestlers out there that you're like, I don't care. <laughs> and then there's ones out there like that you're just like, wow, you're really insightful and you're super smart. I'm glad. I want to hear what you think. Like Bob the Drag Queen is like that. Does he have a podcast? I don't think Bob has a specific podcast, but he does like a lot of stuff. And well, I feel like World of Wonder does like produces a lot of their own stuff. Like yeah, podca- well, but just podcasts. They all yeah, and and TV and and stuff. Like if you have you know World of Wonder presents to watch Canada's Drag Race, like I do, <laughs> um, you get a bunch of like little. There's other stuff on there. Oh yeah, I imagine yeah. It's, it's a lot. It's a lot like the WWE Network. Um, I mean, I don't watch yeah. any of that other stuff because I don't really care, but. But I, I was going through like a bunch of the newer podcasts out there, and just just like people that like, okay, who are you? Mm-hmm. Why does your podcast have so many reviews? Mm-hmm. And then you look it up, and you're like, oh, that's it. Yeah. Like there was like some Jersey publicist that started a podcast. Apparently, it's popular, and I'm like, I can't even remember. It was like Jersey Bell, which is apparently a show. Okay. But it's like, there's this thing, there's a lot of stuff like on Bravo, like a lot of these different things. It's like, it's just, I feel like I've taken a considerable break, like I've scaled it back because mm-hmm. I, you know, before when I was like really trying to book shows and really trying to get hardcore or try being hardcore with Sideshow, like things were so intense and I had to be like, oh, I know this, I know that. And I still should keep it on news, but I got like months, <laughs> you know, weeks of news that I haven't read, but I don't know how I got on this, but last thing I wanted to mention as far as podcasts go. Apparently, it just was like announced like yesterday or like re- like the past couple of days. Jason Bateman, Will Arnett, and Sean Hayes are going to do a podcast. Mm, okay. And the premise is it's always one of those famous you know famous friends jerk each other off. Okay. Podcasts, yeah. Which, yeah, yeah. which is Jack, 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 which, Jack, which Jack. they're more prevalent now because nobody know well nobody's doing fucking anything because of right. the fucking rotas. Right. So like everybody's like, I, I guess I'll just start my podcast or I'll I'll start this podcast again and give it another role. You know, like I've seen a lot of comedians do that. Mm-hmm. Like they're on like their third or fourth podcast. You know, but like you know starting it again. But um, but I guess this one is one person will book a guest. But they won't tell the other two people who they booked. Oh, okay. So it's something like that, which is fun. Sure. Especially, you know, when you got a lot of high profile names flying around, Mm -hmm. you know, that that'll draw people's attention, which, uh, you know, shit. I think some ads could be sold for that show. But Mm -hmm. who knows? I mean, fucking Dax Shepard's like a huge fucking podcast star. And like, that's so weird. It is weird because I have, I, and I've only maybe listened to like one, two two shows of that uh, armchair expert. And it's just like, that other trope of podcasting where I'm a talented person or I'm a celebrity. I don't know a lot of things, but I want to know. And I'm going to talk to other people about them and we're just going to have conversations. Of course, that all depends on the personality and charm of somebody to maintain that. Well, there's a podcast on uh, the Exactly Right Network that just came out and it's called I Said No Gifts. And it's, I saw that. I don't know anything about though. So, and I can't remember the host's name. Um, shit, it escapes me. But the the premise of the show is it's called "I Said No Gifts," but every guest has to bring a gift to the host. And so, basically, they talk about why you brought the gift, and then you talk about gifts you received and whatever. Yeah. Apparently, that is the premise of this show. And that's that's fun. Yeah, it might be really cool. I've never actually listened. Well, to it's it. also gonna get it's gonna get a lot of juice because it's with the My Favorite Murder, yeah, you know, crew. So yeah. people are gonna look at that, and I think that's a fun premise. Yeah, it's and definitely a fun premise for as, sure. As long as the talent, can I can't make, remember make, who does it. What is his name? Probably some comedian or just it is. Guy. It's a comedian. Somebody Karen knows. But like Paul F. Tompkins is like doing. Like well, a, he's like a podcast. You but, know, but you know the thing about Paul F. Tompkins is like he does a lot of shows and he just ends them and then he just starts them up and like people like lose their fucking minds. We said no gifts is Bridger Weiniger. See, I don't know who that is. I think he's a comedian, but I don't actually. But like, know it's the him. thing. That's the other thing too. It's like there's so many comedians. Like there's so many people coming up 
moving past all these other comedians that like I used to be more in touch with. Sure. So it's just like, it's, it's like, it's like Logan's run. Everything just keeps changing. Oh yeah. There's and, always a new comedian in the wings. So worry about that. And it's very, fr- it's just, it's, 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 it's great. And that's how that should be uh-huh. because God damn it. You know, we don't need the same old shit all the fucking time, but it's very, it's very hard to keep up. Mm-hmm. And the people that do that on the regular and that are good at it, uh-huh. like I remember Judson Carp, that like that was his whole thing is like I keep up on shit, sure, you know, and I could talk about it in a meaningful way. God bless you for doing that because that's fucking hard, yeah. <laughs> you know, like even just in anything, like we don't like we do a comic book podcast, uh-huh. and I'm gonna segue this and says you know what what else we could talk about, but like. Sure. We don't really keep up on all the comic book stuff. No, and I can, I honestly I, I cannot. I see it and I'll I'll be I'll be attentive to it, but I but I but part of it what I do enjoy and hopefully this will happen again at some point because once the comic book story, you know once we can actually go out without fear of death. Mm, death. <laughs> that you go and you look at around and you're like, "Oh, they're doing a comic book about this." Or, "Oh, what's this? This is new. This is different." You know, and just being surprised by it, instead of like being on like comic book resources or what was that site? Something Rama. Comics Rama. News Rama. No, no there's, it was something else. It was something Rama that I used to go to, and you occasionally would see, I would see I would go there occasionally and would see like you know the big like comic book news or whatever. I wouldn't know exactly you know what's coming out. Like you know, like occasionally we'd be like, oh, they're rebooting the DC. You know, they're doing Rebirth. You know, and now they, for all I could have known, for all I know, they could have already done another thing. Mm -hmm. And I would be surprised by that. Yeah. And it's not that I don't like comics. I just can't maintain the constant, like, upkeep. No, I get it. But tying into other news, because it is fun to, you know, hear about these things. And it also kind of. It's just what we're talking about. Also goes for movies, too. Oh, yeah. Especially, like, trailers and shit. Like, I don't have time to constantly well, watch all the fucking trailers. Like, what was it? The, like, the Candyman trailer? Yes. The new, the, the new one they're doing came out, like, months ago. Yeah. And I just saw it, like, first time for, like, the first time, like, I think, like, well, like two weeks ago. I think what really sucks, too, is, like, you know, you and I used to go to a lot of movies. Yeah. Which, so I would see a lot of trailers that way. Yeah. I don't go out of my way to watch trailers, so... The only reason I might see something is maybe it's trending or I'll see like a, a story about it somewhere. Yeah. Like today, Halloween Kills dropped a teaser, which is the next Halloween installment. Uh, after oh, that's this. right. OK. So but that was supposed to come out this year. It's not going to. It's not going to come out until October 21, 2021, which is fine. Well, and actually, yeah. it's a pretty cool teaser because it's, it's a teaser. So it's just, you know, how at the, you know, spoiler alerts for the last Halloween movie, Halloween 2019 or whatever yeah. the reboot so at the very end jason's in michael Myers. i'm sorry michael Myers is in um what's her face's house Lori strode yeah and they burn it right mm-hmm. and they escape in the back of the pickup so they're getting away and they're all sitting in the back of the pickup and the way the teaser is is just opens on them sitting in the back of this pickup not saying anything and then you see the side the fire trucks coming towards the house and then they just start screaming, no, let it burn. And that's the teaser. And I'm like, that's a really cool teaser. Like, that's pretty awesome. Like, all right, cool. Man, that's yeah. kind of, that's good. I like that. It's great. I mean, it's like, yes. Okay, so we know where this movie is. Because you know that there's something that, like, something could happen. Man, I'm, man. Because that, that was a good, that was a good, I think we've talked about it on the show, but uh, when we last saw it, when we saw it, but it's pretty good. Oh, yeah, no, it was really good. I really enjoyed it. Yeah. I really did. There's a, it, there's like a, like a twist in there, too, that I didn't see coming. Yeah. You know, and it's also podcasters getting murdered. That's right. Podcasters <laughs> getting murdered. Podcasting is a, is, a, is a salient point in this. Oh, yeah. And that guy totally gets it. And that guy fucking deserved to get it, too, because he's such an idiot. Oh, that's right. The girl gets killed in the they, toilet. Too. They both kind of get killed. But I just remember that part where he's like standing. It's like the very beginning. Like they go to interview Michael Myers and he's like standing in like a courtyard. Yeah. And he's like goes up super close to him. And I'm like, dude, get away. It's like, are you and he's s- such a dork. He's got like his little recording equipment. Oh, my God. Yeah. 
He's yeah. got that. Yeah, he's got. That, he's got that zoom. Yeah, he does. Around with the zoom. He's yeah. got the dead cat on the microphone. And yeah, he's trying to try to get that. Try to get that diegetic sound. Yep. <laughs> you know, more, more like. But he, 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 he just definitely die. He just die. He's got. He just got die sound. Yep. Just die sound. Die sound. That was pretty funny um, though. But yeah, no, I was. Uh, that that's a good movie. Actually, yeah. shit, I kind of want to watch it again. I, I would like to. I recommend watching the teaser trailer. I mean, it's literally like ten seconds. Well, oh, I know, but I mean, just you telling me about it, I'm like, man, I'm kind of hyped now. Right. I saw that. And I was like, all right. Sweet, sweet. Yeah. I'm on board. But yeah, I kind of like that uh, going into just things kind of blind yeah. and having that. And I'm trying, I, I, I even again today, I had another one of my de- declarations in a house saying that I'm going to swear off social media. Uh-huh. Um, Until <laughs> you do an unboxing. Until, well, I'm gonna, I mean, I'm going to do an unboxing, but I'm not going to, you know, but it's it's hard enough because, you know, I think what happened was today I came on Twitter and it's like, you know, now what you could do, did you know this on the twin, trending topics? You can like mute them. You can mute them. And yeah. do, but you could also say it's like, this is harmful. This oh, is, yeah. This. No, I've done that a couple times. I do times. that to all the trending topics. I don't, yeah, I don't care what it is. I'm like, it's I, like cats. You're like, because I already this know is harmful. Because I already know it's going to suck. I already know. You don't know that it might, it might just be actually be pictures of cats. No, every, every trending topic has got something terrible going on in it. Well. A lot of them do. That is true. So I'm like, I'm just like, because you, and especially it's like always, you can think somebody's dead. It's like fucking, mm. it drives me nuts. And I think I came on and I saw something about Trump saying, like, I'm going to pull public funding for schools that won't open because of COVID. And I'm just like, you know what? I don't want to read this anymore. Well, not only that, but he can't do that. I know, but I don't want to read it anymore. And I know, like, I was on, I went on Facebook for a second and one of my friends was like, this is bullshit going against it. Sure. And he was like, I don't want, you know, and if you want to fucking defriend me, and I was just like, I can't, I can't fucking do this. I know. I love like the post, but then I, <laughs> I like this post. But then I can't fucking do this. Like <laughs> angry face, care. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> Hands up, fire emoji. <laughs> but um, but I, yeah, but I saw that and I was just like, I, you know, it's like I can't do this anymore. I can't do it. But yeah, anyways, let's talk about real quick. Catwoman. No, Batwoman. Batwoman. So this just dropped today. That and Deadline.com posted this news that there is a new Batwoman. So there's now I've never seen the CW Batwoman. I know last season Ruby Rose was Batwoman. It's only been one season, right? It's only been the one season, and there and I don't know what happened. There's some sort of drama where Ruby Rose was like, "I'm fucking out." Now what that drama was, I don't know. I don't really think anybody does. So the question was like, what's going to happen with the show? Because Ruby Rose is obviously the star. So she walked. She pretty um, much looks like she pretty much is Kate Kane. Yeah, she really is. She looks she looks great for it. So they have cast a new Batwoman who I believe is actually a new character as well. Right. Because uh, I don't recognize it. Uh, the name for like from the comics. Mm. So it's this woman named Jav- Javica. I don't know if I'm the actress's name. Yes. The actress's name is Javica Leslie. I believe I'm saying that correctly. And if I'm not, I'm sorry. And just so she was actually on the show. God friended me. Yeah. That was like, that's like her biggest credit. Cause she's done like a bunch of like, just just like random stuff. But, Uh, but God friended me was that one about the atheist who like God friends on Facebook. (laughs) That's why I'm stopping Facebook. God might friend you. You never know. So it was also a woman of color. She is a woman of color, black woman. And she's also bisexual in real life. Oh, Um, so she's feel, uh, she put out a statement. Hold on. And it says, I'm extremely proud to be the first black actress to play the iconic role of Batwoman on television. And as a bisexual woman, I'm honored to join this groundbreaking show, which has been such a trailblazer for the LGBT TQ plus community. Yeah, right. Then Deadline just goes on to literally reprint the press release with like no context. So it just says Leslie will play a new character in the title role who will succeed Rose's Kate Kane. Leslie will portray Ryan Wilder, who is about to become Batwoman. She's likable, messy, a little goofy, and untamed. This is not even in quotes, by the way. She's also nothing like Kate Kane, the woman who wore the Batsuit before her. With no one in her life to keep her on track, Ryan spent years as a drug runner dodging GCPD and masking her pain with bad habits. Today, Ryan lives in her van with her plant. A van down by the river. Plant? So I'm assuming it's like a cactus? Ooh. A girl who, this is what's so weird, because this is what I mean, they reprinted the press release, because it just goes on to say, no quotes, a girl who would steal milk for an alley cat and who could also kill you with her bare hands. Ryan is the most dangerous type of fighter, highly skilled and wildly undisciplined, an out lesbian, athletic, raw, passionate, fallible, Wait. and very much not your stereotypical all-American hero. They literally just lifted that out of the fucking press release and dropped it in, no quotes, nothing, and they're just like... 
Here you go. Because there's no way. Wait, so she so, so the description is just like an out lesbian, period, athletic, period, raw, period, passionate, period, fallible, period, and very much not your typical all-American hero. Raw. Some PR person wrote that. Um, so, I mean, yeah, that's definitely like PR bullshit. It is, and they so just fucking but they just fucking lifted it, ran it as an article. I'm like, what the fuck? Of, that's definitely a bunch of motherfuckers at DC. Like, I'm PR so bored. Just be like, okay, we gotta make this as fucking vague and attention grabbing as possible. Yeah, don't just send it to Deadline. They'll just run it like an actual article and not a press release. We'll do it live. Do it live. That's really exciting. I don't. Again, I have not actually seen. So, so her character name is what? Van Wilder. Yes, it's Van, Van Wilder. So Van Wilder. There's going to be Batwoman. Uh, yeah, Ryan Ryan, 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 Ryan Reynolds. Ryan Reynolds. Ryan Van Wilder Reynolds <laughs> is yes. going to be the Batwoman as Deadpool. Yes. Deadpool as Batcat, Bat, Bat, Catwoman and Batwoman. He's just oh, going to play both on the same at show. At the same time. That's how, that's how I say he's just a crossover event. It's like in the 90s when you do Batman Spawn. Sure. We're doing, we're doing it this way. Yeah. And uh, it's going to be a good show. And yeah. y'all should watch it. I, I was also, too, sent a uh, release from D.C. Uh, that I am do, re- reciting uh, verbatim. Uh-huh. It's a good show. It's raw. It's fallible. <laughs> it's athletic. Athletic. Yeah. <laughs> it's an athletic show. <laughs> Watch this. <laughs> the headline a, calls it athletic. It's just a, an, um, it's a American Ninja Warrior. <laughs> Like I said, I haven't actually watched any of the Batwoman show. I would like to, but I just never to. It's one of those things that I'll get it when well, it comes. There's so much. Just this thing. They just it, so there's so it. much of it, but it's also I'll get it when it comes to streaming. Well, we have you know, a, like I'm also, not going to tune into the CW. Yeah, well, I'm also, too old. It's also CW. Well, I think the CW is for us now because basically, like, all, no, it's for young, hip, sexy teens. Are they, still, the, are they still the sexy network? Yeah, they're still sexy teen network. Because there was still stuff on there that I was watching, and then it was like, wait, so that stuff goes away, and they still do sexy stuff? Sexy teens. But yeah, as far as other stuff goes, uh, not a whole lot. I well, mean, there is a movie we wanted to talk about. Oh, let's that, talk about that. That we right? haven't seen yet because it hasn't been released. But we're gonna. But we're gonna. <laughs> and that movie. Is called Money Plane. <laughs> and I can't, it's gonna be such trash. And I hope it's trash. You know how I love trash. So I hope it's like the best kind of trash. Starring WWE superstar Adam Edge Copeland, Kelsey Grammer as guy who gets Edge to go to Money Plane. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, other dudes? And other, there's other dudes in it. And Denise Richards oh, is Denise like Richards. she's Denise Edge's Richard. wife. Yes, <laughs> I'm sure she's only in it for like two scenes. She's probably in it. Maybe she, order order. She just goes money plate. That's motherfucking money plate. So the, there's a scene where <laughs> hopefully the rest of the movie lives up to this scene. Yes. probably won't, but no. we'll see. But it's a scene where Kelsey Grammer, who's like the guy doing who tells know, Edge to go to money plane. Go to money plane. That's basically what he does. He goes. He's like, hey, he's like, y'all, we need you to. Going to this money plane, it's like, and he's like talking about like, oh, these rich people are going to be there, whatever. And he goes, he goes, you want to bet on whatever this, you can do that. You, you can do this, you can do this illegal thing. It's like, do you want, if you want to bet on a guy fucking an alligator, money plane. <laughs> <laughs> so basically the premise of money plane is it's this plane that flies around and because it's in the sky, it's like not subject to like laws. So there's just a bunch of high rollers betting on horrible shit. So Edge and his crew... Their job is to go steal money from Money Plane. Why they can't wait for it to land is beyond me. No, they, but they go in the have sky. to do it when it's airborne. Yeah, it's like a, it's like a, it's going to be like Dark Knight Rises in the beginning. <laughs> <laughs> but, here, but here's the thing. Now here's the thing. Oh, <laughs> you I for what? I, I was going to say you have only visited Money Plane. I was born in it. <laughs> I will blow you up, Money Plane. <laughs> <laughs> but. I do. I do kind of like the comic book collect connections here because Kelsey Grammer, of course, uh-huh. uh, Beast. Yes. In the X-Men movies, which I still can't believe that was actually a thing. Like they actually glued a bunch of fur out of it. You know, them. that X-Men movie is so bad, but Kelsey Grammer was a good beast. Well, he's a perfect, he's the thing. He's, he's a, perfect. That's the thing. That was, that's one of the things that obviously we, and everybody's always talked about. Marvel is very good. Like these Marvel movies get some excellent casting. Oh, yeah. He's a perfect beast. And even and even stuff that like you don't know you needed and then yeah. you see it. Yeah. And you're like, man, that's good. I, I'm actually, and I was thinking about this the other day, Mahershala Ali is going to be Blade. Oh, that's going to be point. awesome. And I'm just that's like, right. That was announced like last Comic-Con or something. Yeah, but I mean, like, do we, is, is it, did, did we do anything yet? Yeah, can I, can I have it now? 
Could, could, could he invade Money Plane? <laughs> you know what? Better fucking movie. I Play even, Money Plane? You know what? I haven't even seen Money Plane, but I can tell you right now, that's a better movie. But I also like the comic. So you got Kelsey Grammer as... Uh-huh. Um, Beast. As Beast. Mm-hmm. And uh, Adam Edge Copeland played Adam Smasher on the on the. That is, yes, he did. He also played a Viking in Vikings. <laughs> Viking plane. Viking plane. <laughs> Viking plane. And he had, because everybody on that it's show. Just, it's just a different thing. It just, it just tells you grammar just wearing like a, a, a helmet with horns. I just like, Viking plane. <laughs> well, because like that, um, that Viking show, was it filmed in Norway or Iceland? But all, most of the actors there are actually like either Norwegian or Swedish or whatever. So As they were. So Edge is trying to do that accent that they all have. Kind of like that Will Ferrell movie. The, Which we actually also, we also the, watched well, that too, yeah. Eurovision, the story of Firestorm or whatever the fire, fuck. Fire, fire Saga. Fire Saga. Um, yeah, so he, he is basically trying to do that accent, much like Will Ferrell is doing in that movie. I don't know, kind of hype for Money Plane. Oh, it's going to be absolute trash, but I'm 100% going to watch it. And it's supposed to come out Friday on uh, VOD. I cannot imagine a world where this movie is going to be good, but I'm hoping. But it's not going to be boring. Oh, that's it. I hope it's not boring, and I hope it's so bad it's good. That's my favorite type of, that's my favorite genre. I just hope we didn't blow our wad in any trailers. I hope it's campy as shit. I hope there's more. I hope there's the whole scene where he's just going, Kelsey Grammer is just going through all these terrible things. And just saying money playing. He's just like, he's just like. You know what would be even funnier if he's just like. Edge is like on Money Plane and his phone rings and it's just like Kelsey Grammer <laughs> telling him more things that happen on Money Plane. Do you want to bet on a guy rolling himself in honey and trying to slide down a slip and slide? Money Plane. Do you want to bet if I'm going to fall off this stage? Money Plane. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, <laughs> what is he saying? Like, I was at the UN with the interpreter. Sticky something. He's like, God. False. <laughs> Can he fall? Is he gonna fall off Money Plane? I, I really want him to fall off. Money Plane's dead. Could him you just, walking, him just casually walking and just falling off Money Plane? Oh my god! Could you imagine if he's just like casually standing on the wing and he falls? <laughs> Why is he standing? Do you want to bet that I can stand on his wing? Money Plane. <laughs> he just falls off. It would be so good. <laughs> Do you want to bet that I give my TED talk on this wing on the wing of this plane? Money Plane. Money Plane. So I'm excited to see that. <laughs> I again, I really hope it's just. So bad it's Money Plays here to save 2020. I know. I can't wait. So I'm very excited because I just learned that uh, Showgirls is streaming on HBO Max. I've been trying to watch it, Showgirls streaming we for like the, the I want to see Showgirls. All right. It's like burlesque. I have to just watch it all the time. I wa- I've watched burlesque like 19 <laughs> times. We saw in the th- I saw it in the theater twice. That's right, you did. So, like, I, and it's I, so I saw it in the theater with you once. Yeah, at the cheap theater. Yeah. And I saw it before that. Dollar hot dogs. Yep. In a drawer. Mm. Do you, you bet I can eat all those hot dogs in that drawer? <laughs> Money plane. <laughs> hot dog plane. I'd watch hot dog plane. Hot dog plane. That's the porno version. Money plane XXX. <laughs> hot dog plane. This ain't Money plane XXX. <laughs> Oh, yeah. There's going to be a money plane. Uh, let's take a quick break, and we'll come back with our book for this week. Justice League International, Bwahaha Podcast, a new monthly show chronicling the adventures of the JLI era by Keith Giffen and J.M.D. Mateus. We'll be going issue by issue, in release order, tackling the core Justice League title, Justice League Europe, and the quarterly book. Along the way, we'll take time out for special episodes covering various spinoffs, cartoon appearances, the infamous TV pilot, and much more. So join me in an ever-changing roster of guest hosts as we celebrate your favorite JLI members, such as... Martian Manhunter. Batman. Dr. Fate. Black Canary. Fire. Ice. Maxwell Lord. Oberon. Captain Marvel. Rocket Red. Captain Atom. Mr. Miracle. Guy Gardner. Booster Gold. Blue Beetle. Nort! And many, many more. Justice League International, Blahaha Podcast, part of the Fire and Water Podcast Network. Want to make something of it? All right, we're back here in our worst collection ever with our book for this week is from our ongoing pile of quarantine comics mm-hmm. purchased from the great Mile High Comics here in Denver. We are doing Outcasts number three from December 1987. Outcasts is a miniseries about a dystopian future. It's the now. The now. Yeah. And it's about mutants. I had to go to the Wikipedia to look this stuff up. Isn't doesn't really isn't really that clear in this book 
whatever city they're living in was like, you know what, mutants, y'all suck. It's illegal to be a mutant, and we're going to treat your life like shit. Yeah. Eventually, we learn later on in this book that they take all the males up into the moon. And old ladies. And old ladies and murder them. And children. And children. Yeah. But they keep all the young women and the kids because apparently... Well, women but women and girls between the ages of 13 and 35. Right. I'm assuming they're doing some sort of horrible sex thing. What it is is that the, the mutant children or whatever going, going on, they have some sort of enzyme that like allows for like extended life. Oh, which I Which is... See. Will come up later. I get it. Okay. So that's kind of what that is. So this outcast group is led by a girl named Kane. That's okay. got to be Kane. And she's a mutant with the power to touch stuff and make it age and die. We don't see that in this book at all. No. On the cover here, it says up against the wall. And the outcast group being besieged by a bunch of guns. And they're huddled together. There's four of them. You got Kane. Kane, she's the, the leader. Oh, I actually, shit. I just realized she's got a K in her belt. I should have known this. Oh, there you go. That's how you know she is Kane. She's an albino woman wearing Magneto colors, and she's being flanked by Yancey. <laughs> Yancey. Yancey, who is an immortal. He can't die. And then to the other to, to the other side is a dude, Dag, a.k.a. Shock. He looks like a zombie, a blue-skinned zombie, and uh, he's got electrical powers. Mm-hmm. And in the background is Mr. T was cybernetic. So this guy's name is B.D. Rickenbacker, who in the future, there's a, instead of football, there's something called Slaughter Bowl. That sounds way more fun. It sounds way more fun. He was a big star in that. But can can I mean, we're close to that now. We're just going to bring back sports and like not give a fuck about the Rona. Can we just call it Slaughter Bowl? I don't know why we're trying to we're trying to make a, a, a thing of rules. You're trying to make well, a thing about thing. rules. Just fucking do Slaughter Bowl. Let's just do Slaughter Bowl. And you know what it is? It's just like whatever sport you play, you play it all at the same time. So like basketball players are trying to play bad basketball where there's football players on the same field there's hockey players and it's just a fucking mess and then eventually well, we all four sports players everybody plays at the same time baseball football, football players are paying baseball players i yeah. like this idea and everybody's just so it's like the baseball guys try to hit the thing but there's a football player trying to tackle him at the same time <laughs> that is slaughter bowl i like slaughter bowl i, just, I, I do like too i mean seriously we're just gonna say fuck it you know, let's all just die of that's the like, Rona that's like, anyway. That's like back when I was a kid and you'd play you'd play uh, with your toys and you'd do like G.I. Joes and fucking X-Men. Yeah, yeah. And fucking Legos. Yeah. And fucking LJN and wrestlers. This is the crossover sports event that everybody's been waiting for. It's ready play Nobody knew they wanted sports. it. Yeah, that's exactly what it is. Uh, it's very kind of Futurama-esque, too, because they also have government-controlled euthanasia centers. Oh, man. Which uh, Actually, can we get some of those? <laughs> Which one of them is known as... Uh, I'd, I'd rather have a euthanasia center than having to find, like, a cliff somewhere that I can jump off of when I turn 72. Midsummer! Midsummer. Uh, one of these places is called a Suicide Park, a fun oh. park where you can go and end your life instead of choosing the boring alternative of euthanasia. Ooh, that sounds so, fun. That's, so that sounds kind of like... You could do could midsummer, it, but also be do an extreme midsummer. Oh, that'd be fun! Do you get to like enjoy like all sorts of theme park things before? Well, you go, yeah. You, I, you I, go I there, you, you get your twist. You know, you know how I love a twisty soft surf, oh, uh, yeah. chocolate and vanilla cone from the zoo, or theme park funnel cake. I could get one of those. I could have that. I could have a funnel cake. And then when I was ready, I could get on that ride that decapitates people. Yeah. Or you could just do you could do a Midsummer-esque kind of move where you get on a, a ride where you just stand. Oh, it's like the Tower of Terror where it takes you up but and it drops. Instead, but instead of taking you up, it just takes you all, well, it takes you all the way up. It catapults you. And then it just pushes you forward. Oh, yeah. That's good because you're definitely going to die from that height. I hope so. I mean, I can't imagine you'd like I hope so. I, I hope I don't live like that dude. <laughs> Wait a midsummer. Take a drink. Take a drink if you're if we if you're following along our drinking game. How many times we can mention midsummer in our in an episode? And how much do we really want to end our lives, much like the people in midsummer? Yeah, right. <laughs> it's like, it's like, I mean, that, that's funny. You know what else? You, you know those swings 
The, oh, you want to be flung from a swing? Yeah, because you take it up and it, it starts going around and then it goes really, really fast. Why do I want to take out other people that aren't ready no, no, to be euthanasia? There's like a whole like crash zone. So it's like it spins really, really hard. It lets you go and you just go flying into a wall. And oh, then you, okay. you slowly smear down. Ooh. Yeah. And then people just like sweep you into a dustpan. How do you sweep you into a dustpan? I assume they have a really, it's like a street sweeper. Or a wet vac? Yeah, it's like a street sweeper. And they just throw people into like a giant trash bin. <laughs> I am for it. Bring me Suicide Park and Slaughter Bowl. I want both of these things. Want them now? Give them to me now. Uh, but yeah, so that's basically what we're dealing with now, and yeah. at this uh, in this book, these guys are mutants or they're dissenters, and they're trying to fuck up the status quo, which mm-hmm. the status quo is shit. Yeah. So they're trying to fuck it up even worse. So we start off in a ship, or do they board this ship, or are they leaving I the ship? I think they take it over. Okay. Because there's, like, just a dude, like, a guard who's sitting there, and he, like, he sees them come on board, and he just goes, Jackers! <laughs> and I'm just, like, thinking, Jack, 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 Jack. <laughs> Watch out! Yeah. But they board the ship, uh, the, the outcasts, yeah. and they take it over, and they're like, I guess this is going to... Andre 3000 gets on a ship. Andre, yeah, Andre 3000 and Big Boy get on a ship. There's this big to-do with, uh, like, an alarm going off, so they're they're on the run. This is actually my, my favorite part of this book, where this guy tries to do an Indiana Jones and fails. Yes. yes. <laughs> this was the immortal guy. It's uh, Yancey. Yancey's like, security door, is co- security door is coming down. I'm going to jump for it. And he only gets halfway, and the door just clomps on him. <laughs> and uh, and he and uh, the the football football guy uh, at DB uh-huh. has to lift it up, and <laughs> since this guy's immortal, he's just got these awful wounds. He's just bleeding, <laughs> and he's crawling, and they're That's like, right. they're like, you okay? And he's like, yeah, I guess so. <laughs> it's, it's actually kind of funny. I kind of I kind of laughed at that. These robots came in. Robots come in, and they uh, start shooting at the group crew, and yeah. Kane gets shot, and then DB, who actually, you know, he looks like he looks like a, a like a a black sloth because his ears here. Like I'm just looking at his head. It's oh very, yeah, like, kind of. He's got like a weird like a a headband, but it goes forward, and then he just has like a he has like a cerebro kind of thing. Yeah, and then he just has a square. I don't. Know. And but he also is like built like cyborg. Cause he's got like a, like a hand. Like he gets shot in the ne- he gets shot in the neck. And he's like, what the fuck? This sucks. And he shoots his uh, his robot hand out. And, uh, yeah, we're, we're fucking up these. I think they're robots or they're androids or guys. I, yeah, sure. They recover and Yancey's like, all right, we're taking over the ship. We're the outcasts. Don't you fucking forget it. They check in with this, uh, the, with Shock. Shock's girlfriend, who was also a mutant, okay. uh, was killed by these, uh, you know, this regime. Uh, so he's okay. out for revenge. That's that's his motivation. Revenge. Sure. I really need to just scream revenge on like a more consistent basis. <laughs> Reminds me, I shared that video of uh, that episode of Puddin, where yeah. just Eddie, Eddie Pepperdine just screaming, Avenge, Avenge me! me! That's really what I need to do. I just need to tell people for no real reason. <laughs> There's nothing to avenge me for. Yeah, you can make something up. But I'm sure I could think of something <laughs> and just walk around talking about how I'm going to get my revenge. <laughs> I'm going to get you! Uh, not even anybody specific. Just yell out the window, avenge me! Avenge me. Maybe I should do that every morning. Well, you know what? You know what it is? Get up, you water, water, water it, the garden, scream, avenge me. I'm just sleeping. I just hear, avenge me! <laughs> She's no, it's at like, it again. It's, you know how I, for a while, I don't know if people are still doing it, uh-huh. but they're shooting off fireworks and howling at 8 o'clock? Oh, yeah. Maybe instead of howling, you just yell, avenge me! Yeah, you <laughs> know what? Maybe I should. I don't think they're still doing it anymore. Yeah, why do we stop that? Because it was dumb. <laughs> <laughs> Is it really that dumb? We're supposed to like feel like we're together in the time of the Ronas, but these fucking morons won't even put on a mask, so I don't want to hear it. Yeah. We're not together. This is, uh, yeah, the exchange where uh, Kane's like, how's your back? And Yancey's like, what do you think? I'll live. He kind of looks like Ricardo Monteblan, but with red eyes. Neat. Wrath of Khan, starring this guy. So they ship off into space and they're going into the moon for some reason. And we get kind of a bit of a background about mutants and how like a lot of them just, 
you know, grotesque people. But, you know, sometimes you look like a normal dude. Like this dude here. This dude with the skinny head. Oh, uh, yeah. Uh, yeah, because there, there's a lot of this. Now we get into a lot of a narration box saying about, like, the mutants and stuff. And they're like, most people, they look normal. They just have, like, a weird chromosome or a fucked up gene. And I'm like, yeah, how many of us don't? That's what DNA breaks all the fucking time. Yeah, right. Um, they're like, so they're they're labeled a mutant, and now they're being shipped off to this colony called like Luna nineteen. Luna nineteen, which is a, supposed to be a work colony. Yeah. And they have like this uh, introductory video mm-hmm. where it's yeah, like this, where it's uh, like, hey, yeah, that's right. I'm a I'm a mutant. Drongo Wilson, and kind of kind of looks like uh, kind of looks like Pinhead, but without the pins. Out. Like he just wore the pin. Like the the break the thing on his like, face, but he took it off. Is that like Pinhead when he's like? Cor- is that corporate Pinhead? Yeah, this is between. Like, this it, is when he's trying to be taken seriously, and then Pinhead is when he's at the club. He lets loose on the weekends, but he during does. the week he is. Uh, during the week, he's an accountant. He's an accountant. He is a, he is a, uh, a spokesperson for Luna Nineteen, and he's like, yeah, you know what? Uh, you it's know, gonna I'm be a- so fucking great when you live here. Yeah, he's like, I'm a mutant, but things are pretty cool here. You know, we have uh, sweet pads. We have like we have this one of these signs here. They have like. We you can just go to entertainments. Ooh, entertainments. My favorite. And then another thing, just red light, where I'm assuming that's where the prostitution is. Mm. And then Kid Park. So <laughs> Yay, Kid Park. So Pinhead's just showing this deal, and all the people on the ship are just like, oh, maybe it's not that bad. And so they get off the ship. Immediately, they're being herded into, like, these different groups. It, it mimics the Holocaust where they get off these transports, a guard pushes them into one side or the other, and then the people who go into a certain side get gassed to death. Also, a lot of these mutants have Emo Phillips hair, which is strange. Yeah, which is weird. Maybe that's what happens when you're a mutant. Your hair just grows like that. Uh, out of nowhere, Pinhead shows up. Yeah. And like one of the guys like, hey, it's the guy from the video. <laughs> He's like, hey, is this as cool as you say it is? He's like, oh, you know it. You know what that is? That's you just saw a local guy who does commercials yeah. at the store. <laughs> hey, that's, it's the guy from the commercial. That's the time. That is like the time yeah. when uh, and I've told the story before when my dad found a flower in the yard and he was like, I'm going to take this to Dan Mayeski uh, nursery. Uh-huh. And we were there and Dan Mayeski came out. Oh shit! We and my dad was like, and my dad was, was like, he's like, you, you went back home. He's telling my mom, it's like, oh, dad, my husky came out. He knew what it was right away. <laughs> that guy knew the flower was a dianthus. So yeah, <laughs> which is this, why this, we planted dianthus last year. That's right. This this is this is this guy's Dan Majeski moment. Uh, as in Majeski Majeski, I don't know, whatever. Because you knew it was him because he had a little cartoon of himself standing behind a tree. That was his logo. Like, <laughs> it's like his little like caricature of himself, kind of peeking out behind a tree. That's really funny. Drongo's like, "Yo, this this is gonna be shit's gonna be dope." And they get a bunch of the, the guys mm. get shoved into a room. Yep. And then they get gassed. Yep. The ship that the outcasts are on are like trying to trying try to land on the moon. Apparently, it's on the dark side of the moon, which everything apparently is on the dark side of the moon. Yeah, sure. Fucking Transformers on the dark side of the moon. Pink Floyd's on the dark side of the moon. Work Colony's on the dark side of the moon. Yeah. If we ever if we ever get to the dark side of the moon, it better be fucking dope. There's probably flying cars over there. I know. They're fucking having a great time there. All the great shit that we want, like universal health care, it's over there. <laughs> fucking murder, uh, slaughter bowl. Slaughter bowl. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah fl- definitely flying cars. Suicide park. Suicide park. Yeah, it's all yeah, there. Yeah, it, it's all there. They're trying to land, and the robots on the on the surface are like, "Hey, like you shouldn't be here." Kane's like, "No, but our ship has like problems." They're like, "No, yeah," because they're, they're like, "We're gonna go see what's going on." Yeah, and they're like, "No, go away." And they're like, "Oh no, we are breaking down. We have to come see you." And they like literally try to shoot at these people. The robots are like, "Fuck off! Get out of here!" They uh, turn around. Shock is pretty pissed because Shock is like, "He's out for blood." Yeah, he's like, why the fuck are we, like, running away? And they're like, dude, dude, it'll just get, do it. Don't worry, man. We'll figure it out. You know, it's it's actually, Kane's like, it's not that bad. Now we know some stuff. And yeah. now we know there's certain robots from a certain company Yeah. that, uh, you know, we can use against, use, use some information against or whatever. That, and this is what BD figures this out, right? And this yeah. is actually one, one of my favorite parts of this book. He's like, yeah, it's this robot thing. I noticed. I could see that. It's. I know this thing. And uh, Kane's like, so Kane's like, oh, okay, that's cool to know. Uh, good job, BD. 
And BG's like, yeah, I ain't just a pretty face lady. There's a brain in here somewhere. And then we just get this big panel of, of him, him laughing of, of the ship, like flying, flying away. And it's just it's just his, his head, head in space, his head in space. And he's laughing. It's like why you had to do like why you could have just laugh in the panel where he makes the joke. Mm-hmm. But we have to get this big dramatic panel. Of like, ha, ha, ha. It's like a, it's very funny. Apparently his, he became a celestial being made of humor, but pretty ridiculous. Yeah. And then we're back on back in big city. We see how shitty it is. So yeah, the, it's just like all these neon lights where it's just like girls, girls, girls. Then it's like something's da- bad magazine. What does it say? Beefcake man's mad. There it is. And they're just like, hey, there's always a transporter because there's just bodies constantly for people who either got murdered, just died, or there's or they killed themselves, or they killed themselves. And there's just like every day these transporters have to go out and be like, gotta pick up this body. And one of them has like a pipe through his yeah, head. This, yeah, I was supposed to say. So <laughs> it's a, the suicides, the homicides, and the just plain dieds. Yeah. There's always a rich harvest, and there's a dude they're picking up, and he just looks like Steve Martin with the arrow through his head. Yeah. But it's like an entire <laughs> like screw. It looks like a, like a big screw. Yeah. Just stick it through his head. But it's like there's no blood. It doesn't look gory. It's just, just through his head. Yeah. That guy could just be sleeping. He could just be having a costume on. Yeah. It might just be one of those, like, arrows. Because some of the other people that are dead, like, there's a dude with a bucket. Oh, did you see this guy in the corner here? He's got a a soup pot on his head, but he was also killed by a skateboard. Yeah. (laughs) Just through his chest. But yeah, the people are apparently people are dying weird, weird and wacky ways. Yeah, I mean there there must have been something going on because this guy's like been impaled with the skateboard. The other guy got a pipe through the head. Yeah, it's kind of like fucking MacGyver was murdering people. <laughs> well, well, this is the part where we they're on the there's like a bus. Yeah, that picks people up to go to work, which apparently people don't like people going to work. And mm, fuck that they're shit. watching the news and the, get the man, Rona. And, and the skinny man, skinny man in a bow tie comes up and he's like. Here is the news this 8 a.m. Al, the human anaconda is dead. That's right. We take like three or four panels to talk about this and it doesn't matter to i mean at i don't least think it matters at all in this book it doesn't matter to anything yeah so apparently uh, al the human anaconda is famous for swallowing people yes and uh, which sw- i feel like it's something we've also brought up on the show before too swallowing people? yeah i feel like i feel like in the many random things we've talked about on the show over the past probably it is a fetish Yes, yes, that's what that's what yeah, it is. It's yeah. a fetish. I, it has a name. I can't remember what it's called. Yes, we've talked about this before. Yeah, yeah. And it's described his attempt to swallow veteran cowboy actor well, it was like, Spurs Moran. It sounds like they were both actors. He's like, oh, he was going to like swallow his co-star or something. Well, no, it sounds like this was at a party. Oh, okay. It was at a party. Yeah, it was at a party. Accident happened last night at Mozzarella's restaurant. Sure. Fellow guests say Al, real name Albert Thung, had uh-huh. been drinking heavily. His attempt to swallow swallow veteran cowboy actor Spurs Moran turned to, to disaster when he failed to notice that Spurs had not been removed from his boots. Yeah, he left his boots on. So, like, what happens if he, like, swallows this guy? Does he, like... Spit him back out. Well, it's like a sword. Maybe it's like a sword swallower where you just go in and then you go, ha ha, and you pull, you pull him out. Right. I was gonna say, like, it's not like a snake, right? Where he like eats him. This is very confusing. Wait, I mean, he's a human. There's not enough. There's not enough snake. There's not enough detail in these throwaway comic book panels. <laughs> there's not enough detail in this mini series from 1987 that nobody remembers. Nope. That only ever got referenced again in a Lobo comic. Sure. Um, but yeah, this is where we actually, I just noticed this. So the company, the Styron company is where that the BD was like, yeah, those robbers from the Styron company. And so we go to this office where this, the head of this company or one of these guys, I guess he's Vander, Vandermeer chief physic. I don't know. Sure. What. Whatever. And then the nurse comes, nurse comes in and this is where we're talking about these, this enzyme yeah. because the nurse comes in and she's, he's like, okay, I'm gonna give you an injection in your ass. And, uh, this is also where we learned that. And he's also, like, staring at this woman's ass. Well, well, well before that, this is also, this actually does serve a purpose because this is also where, I'll just call him uh, Jackie Earl Haley. Yeah. <laughs> Jackie Earl Haley is, like, talking to somebody about the about that ship yeah. that the outcasts are on. Yeah. And they're like, yeah, this ship that was trying to get on the moon and we told them to get fucked. And uh, Jackie Earl Haley's like, yeah, this is uh, that's kind of weird. Maybe you should like do a bunch of security and shit. Yeah, and that's you know we leave that. And then this is where afterwards the nurse is like, "How you doing?" He's like, "Oh man, I'm so good. I'm looking at your ass, and I'm 104 years old. And I'm now I got so fucking horny. And now I got a boner 
because he's because yeah. th- because he's in, you know we're implying erections and stuff, and uh, he's also dro- like he's got like vampire teeth, but he's also drooling. It's weird. Yeah, it's very weird. But it, but apparently the serum, he's like, well, he didn't get to it soon enough because he's 104 so it's not going to like reverse his physical appearance it's yeah. just going to stop him from continuing to age and probably give him another 20 to 30 years that's too many years he made it to 104 without the stuff apparently. right that's a really good question when did he start taking it because it doesn't say like he's been taking it for 10 years or whatever yeah it's yeah. uh it's kind of like mr burns where they froze yeah. him so they can figure out how to cure his stab wounds <laughs> Was it thirty-seven? <laughs> like he did that, or forty-seven stab wounds in the back, or something like that. <laughs> like There's a part where it's like we've we've gotten to this many, yay! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so there's a security shakedown, and the officers try to invade. I believe this is where Ricardo Montalban or Yancey decides to just overshoot the landing pad and crash into whatever building that whatever place they're at yeah and uh that's how we end so that'll do it for outcasts number three from december 1987 uh did you want to continue to find out more about the outcasts if i ran across it again in the like cheap in the dollar bin i might pick up another issue because really? i do there's a there's some interesting things going on here in this dystopia with this you know, the mutants and the aging serum and the, the and colony. Murder, and slaughter ball. And, yeah, and slaughter ball. Um, so I might give it another shot. I might give, like, another issue and mm. see how I feel. Reading ahead in some of the stuff that happens in the story, it seems pretty intense. Actually, see, actually, it does seem pretty dense for just a mini, like a throwaway miniseries. So it might be worth revisiting, too. I, I'll, maybe I, I'll take back my earlier dissent, but, yeah, I think I might. Yeah. Maybe I'll check it out. I do know, reading ahead, though, that DB fights a, a duo named the Satan Brothers. <laughs> so uh, I think if there's any incentive, I you know, to get into the future issues where the Satan Brothers show up, I might be persuaded to do so. That's our episode for this week. Uh, you can find us on Twitter and Instagram. I'm at Angry Hero Sean. And I'm at Jen Stansfield on Twitter and Instagram. You can find the show on Facebook, Worst Collection Ever, and email the show, worstcollectionever, at gmail.com. And rate, review the podcast on Apple Podcasts or anywhere you get the show. And let your friends know about the show and tell them to check us out. We would really appreciate that. So thanks again, folks, for listening, and we'll talk to you again next time. Bye.